I'm in like a fever dream where one movie just bleeds into <laughs> yeah, the next. Yeah, yeah. And that's the best. I like that. It's so it's like so fun and weird to me. It's this very weird subculture and I'm into it. Do they have like a Hallmark convention? A convention. Yeah, like a convention Maybe. for cuz I not would, this year, but r- right. But in the future, I mean, I'm there, baby. Hello and welcome to Under Our Roof. My name is Grace. And I'm Lizzie. And welcome to our podcast about living the simple gay old life at home. This Christmas season, we are talking about Christmas traditions under our roof. And let me tell you, from where I'm sitting right now in our living room, the halls are decked, my friends. The halls have been decked. We're sitting by the tree while we record this, which is definitely making our recording this morning a little more special. Mm -hmm. And I also want to say we're going to talk about mainly Christmas traditions just because we celebrate Christmas. But a lot of these traditions are kind of centered around just being really cozy at this time of year. And we're also going to talk about New Year's. Mm -hmm. So if you don't celebrate Christmas, I think there will still be something for you in this episode. Yeah, just to be cozy in the winter months and Mm -hmm. have things that seem special because it's the end of the year. Yeah. That's my favorite part about celebrating is just spending time with each other and reflecting on the year and the things Mm -hmm. that we're thankful for. And that's you know, I mean, that's it for me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's corny, but that I really just like watching movies with you and, you know, decorating and the food. It's the, it's yeah, the taste, a lot of it's the, the taste of the season, yes. if you will. And I think a lot of it is about the fact that this time of year is kind of hard mentally with how short the days are. Yeah. That's really hard for me. I remember when I was little realizing that I basically had, you know, minor seasonal depression when I was like in fifth grade because I would just hate getting the days so short. Did you learn the the term seasonal depression in fifth grade? I don't think I learned that term then, but probably in middle school. Mm. I, I came across it and I was like, oh my gosh, that's me. Wow. Yeah. And I have definitely struggled with that my whole life. And like the day, I mean, I can't handle it when it's- It's bad. When it's the sun setting at 445. But I feel like as an adult and since I've like had my own household to run, basically, I have really liked centering the entire day around preparing for the fact that the sun is going to go down at 445 and then (laughs) making the evening really special and cozy and something to look forward to. But before we get into that, lady, what have we been doing under our roof this past week? Well, we've been doing some light and fluffy stuff, like rewatching the entire Twilight Saga. We did. That we knocked was... out all five Twilight movies in five days. And that was um, kind of headache-inducing, but honestly, really fun. Really fun. If you follow us on Instagram, you were able to sort of watch with us in real time. I was posting to my stories. I was sharing some of your responses. I learned a lot about these books, about the lore into it. I also fully was broken by the last movie. I, I fell asleep. Couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. I was like yelling at Grace, like, you're <laughs> missing the end of the movie. Um, I don't want to give any spoilers, but I think once you know how the series ends, I and I knew what was coming, yeah, I just couldn't half of get myself movie. away. But I, I will, here's a hill I will die on. Those first two movies, especially, are pretty fun. They're so fun. They're mindless and They're weird. Cozy. They don't make any sense. It's the perfect. acting is strange, but it is fun. There's something fun about them. And also, as we discussed, decidedly queer. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's fun this time of year to watch something that takes place in like a dark, rainy area. Yeah. So yeah, we've been doing some light and fluffy things like that. But we also have made inroads on our continuing quest of... Um, seeking, well, 
seeking inclusion and clarity from celebrity mega churches. So yeah, if you follow us on side Yeah, just a little side project that we're doing. Um no, I think it's okay to be sort of consistent about the things we believe in and you know that that's something we believe in and if you follow us on TikTok then maybe you were part of our really chaotic live last night when we just uh jumped on real quick to chat with a, a church home pastor and we received no answers that's the spoiler we received no answers no clarity at all but um it was nice to be there with y'all and to just continue um I think what will be perhaps a lifelong journey of just like, come on, just be honest. Yeah, it was definitely our closest encounter yet. (laughs) That's what it was. That's really, that's a good way of framing it. It really was like a close encounter. Lizzie and I were both so stressed. But if you were there with us on the live, we really appreciated the moral support, the help with framing questions. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I can't imagine that we'll be doing that anytime in the near future. But I, I encourage you to also seek clarity in your own time, if you will, and apparently they have a chat room that is open from like 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Yeah, or the hours are <laughs> pretty <seems> extensive. <laughs> Seems extensive. Holiday traditions. Yeah. The reason for the season, yes. lady. So let's get into them. Um, okay, so I guess I would start by saying for context that the last two years, and this would be the third year, Grace and I have actually had Christmas by ourselves at our house here in LA, Mm -hmm. which has been really nice, though we have missed our families. Yeah. The last, it's kind of just so happened this way. Like our first year being married, we decided like we want to have a little Christmas in our own house and we invited anyone to join us. No one wanted to fly out to California. Um, So we had Christmas on our own. And then last year, we were supposed to have Christmas with your parents, but, like, the plans kind of had to change at the last minute. Yeah. And so we kind of, by happenstance, ended up just the two of us. And we were like, oh, this is kind of nice. It's mm-hmm. pretty relaxing to just spend Christmas on our own. And then this year, obviously, because of COVID, we're not going anywhere. And I think probably if it weren't for COVID, we would have been with family this year since we haven't been for the last two years before this. Yeah. So just by, just by like, circumstance, we've ended up having a small Christmas the last two years. But I think that's helped us kind of, like hone what we as a couple really like for our traditions yeah and kind of make them our own also i grew up with a pretty small christmas because my dad is a priest and so christmas is a working holiday and 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 also i I just don't think like our family has ever been about like the like parties and entertaining that sort of thing so christmas for us has always been like a tree a few gifts and we go around in a circle and we open each gift and usually people would have like a creative note or maybe my dad and brother are really good about writing hints in the card about what about about, yeah about what the gift is and so we would have that time and then maybe we'd watch a special movie we love watching the nba on christmas day too and so i'm used to sort of a smaller christmas tradition where it's really just like the four of us and like and hunkering down so for me i actually think the past three years have been kind of more in my comfort zone of Mm -hmm. like having a small christmas like christmas with me you the dogs our neighbors Mm -hmm. in this in this town that we feel like we can be ourselves in where we're so happy here that's like the dream Mm -hmm. you know waking up and having a good cup of coffee and finding something silly to watch that's all i want again i hope i don't sound too corny but when i was a kid that's what i dreamed of Mm-hmm. Just a smoking hot wife on, <laughs> on on Christmas Day. You know, so in, in some ways, I, I don't really feel 
lacking this Christmas, but we do really miss our families. Yeah, we we definitely do. And I kind of grew up with an opposite tradition as Grace. We would have these huge elaborate Christmases that I'm so grateful for because it was so magical as a kid, like coming downstairs and there's like all these, you know, presents and lights and all that stuff. Like that's a core Christmas childhood memory for me. Um, And of course, going to Christmas Eve service the night before and doing a lot of like holiday parties around town and stuff, which I actually could have done without those, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not like a holiday party type of person. For context, you should listen to this previous episode, Hometown Homos, if you're wondering about why Lizzie didn't love the the holiday parties. I don't know. That sounds bad. I love like, I love um, hospitality, but I think I get stressed at parties where I don't know a lot of people. That's sure. all that's all I will say. Yeah. And perhaps where there's like code switching if you will. Yeah. 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 But let's get into our actual traditions. Cool. So, we're sitting by our tree right now and I would say that's kind of like one of our main traditions is going to get a live tree. Mm-hmm. So, when we did our hot takes on No Nuance November on TikTok, which we also did an episode about that. I said that real Christmas trees are more magical than fake. Mm -hmm. And somebody commented like, oh, well, what's magical is not cutting down a tree every year. But I just looked it up and real trees are apparently much better for the environment. Really? Which makes sense because fake trees are like plastic. Mm -hmm. And you're eventually going to throw them away. Like, yeah, people... Yeah, but you can reuse them for years. Yeah, but keeping more trees um, growing, like, helps with greenhouse gases because they are, like, more forests, you know, that clean the air. I just looked it up. Really? Yeah. There's some debate over it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not... I imagine that there would be another informed opinion on this exact Yeah, it's not, like, a very clear answer, but it's definitely not, like, terrible to get real trees and great to get fake trees. Like, if you want a real tree, there's lots of benefits to doing that. And you're not, you're not, you know, fake trees are plastic. We had a fake tree growing up, and it was metal and plastic. Yeah, and where is it now? I think my parents still have it. Okay, well. I mean, you know my mom. If they pass it down to us, it's going to have to get thrown away. No! (laughs) No, because here's my argument, actually, for a fake tree. Because I grew up having a fake tree. Uh Again, I I think that part of it was the mess, like the, the needles on the ground my mom didn't like. And I think also part of it was just Christmas is a really busy season for a priest. Sure. So going as a family mm-hmm. to get a tree, you know, just save ourselves the effort. And my mom would just get out the tree and my brother and I would put it together. So I have really fond memories of my brother and I almost like assembling and okay. I, a beloved piece of Ikea furniture once a year, I would say. Mm-hmm. We would assemble the tree and put on the decorations. And it's just a different way of putting on a celebration. I totally hear that. And I would not say that like one is better than the other. I just prefer a real tree. And I love the smell of it. Well, I was going to say, so we've had a real tree the past three years. And the smell in our house is pretty incredible. Yeah. So anyway, we our tradition is to get go get a real tree and trim it and um, put all the ornaments on and all of that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like the start of our Christmas. I feel like it doesn't really feel like Christmas until yeah. we have the tree up. So. And we do that pretty early in December. We're not we're not a November tree picker. Well, it's hard with a real tree to do that yeah. because I get I worry that it will die. Also, I need probably need to water our tree. It's thirsty. Yeah. Uh, so getting our tree is kind of the beginning of like making Christmas at our house. And with that, I usually get a wreath for the door and I usually get a few yards of, um, evergreen, like real evergreen garlands that I'll put around like on our, um, light fixture over the dining room table. I'll put some around our bar. I'll put some on top of the piano and things like that. And I think that just makes it also smell Mm -hmm. 
additionally good and just add more festivity. And then I have like different things that I pull out, bottle brush trees and our stockings. Mm-hmm. And it's it's honestly not that elaborate. Like at this stage in our lives, I have a couple boxes that like stay under our guest room bed during the rest of the year. But I but can we see- have a special pillow, for example. I'm oh, looking yeah. at our little California home for the holidays pillow. Yeah. And then Willie right now is snug under a Christmas blanket right by the tree. Yeah, there's stuff that we pull out and it's so like exciting and fun to pull everything out mm-hmm. in December. Okay, let's move on to food. One My thing favorite. that I started, I guess, three years ago um, is making homemade Chex Mix from scratch. We need to include this in the show notes. The recipe. Oh my gosh, okay. can we? Yeah. I'm telling y'all, this is life-changing. It's, I was skeptical. Lizzie, when we got married, was talking about, oh, I can't wait now that we're married and we live together. We're going to have homemade Chex Mix for Christmas and I, I was like, what are you talking about? Home like just get Chex Mex from a gas station. Like why why does it need to be homemade? She just sort of silently was like, you'll see. And then uh one day I come into the kitchen, there's an incredible smell. So what are you making? And she's like, Chex Mix. And I I mean, it's my favorite thing to eat. It's Christmas. It's so good, the homemade Chex Mix. And interestingly enough, I did not grow up with this as a Christmas tradition. Mm -hmm. I think I remember making homemade Chex Mix with my mom like once, just randomly. I don't remember what time of year it was. But apparently it's kind of like a thing, I want to say, in the Midwest to make Chex Mix as a Christmas treat. Mm -hmm. And I like seen it on a few blogs a few years ago. And that's one of those things that's become like our tradition, even though I didn't, neither of us grew up with a tradition of Christmas Chex Mix, but it's definitely a thing. If oh, you've yeah. never heard of Christmas Chex Mix, it's not different than regular Chex Mix, but like well, I think, you only make it on Christmas. Well, I would actually, I, I think it is different than regular Chex Mix. And I, can you describe like what goes into it? Because I think that the taste is really different. If I were to have to do like a well, yes. BuzzFeed blind taste test or something, I would definitely be able to pick out your homemade Chex Mix. Well, absolutely. I just mean it doesn't have like red and green M&Ms in it or something like yeah. that. It's not like Christmassy, but... Although... That does sound kind of cool. We could no, maybe not. Okay, no. Lizzie's Lizzie's scowling. She's like, "Do not mess with the recipe." No. <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, throw some chocolate in there. Why no. not?" Okay, so basically, it's a lot of different crunchy things. Of course, checks. Ideally, you have corn, rice, and wheat checks, and then you have like mini pretzels. You have nuts. You have rye chips. Those are key. Um, I'm probably forgetting a couple of things. The rye chips are key. Yeah, they're definitely key. So hard to find. Yeah, they are. I might have to order them. But anyway, the seasonings are like what makes it so good. It's like a bunch of like melted butter and seasoned salt and like Worcestershire sauce and like garlic powder and stuff like that. And then you just like toss everything. I put it in a huge salad bowl Mm -hmm. and toss it with those seasonings and like all the melted butter and then you bake it on low for like a couple hours and like toss it in the oven it gets so crispy it's just next level it really is if i can recommend something that you try this holiday season try some Chex mix in your life and of course you are welcome to tag us or send us an email at 
under our roof pod at gmail.com. We would love to hear how you get along with your Christmas checks mix because it was pretty life-changing for me because I was the biggest skeptic. I was making so much fun of you because of how you were talking about this checks mix. <laughs> I was like, this girl is so weird with her checks mix. <laughs> it's it's delicious. Another thing that we make that was one of your family traditions that I had never done is mold wine. I have the fondest of memories of my sweet, sweet little mom, who one day I, I would love to have as a guest on this podcast because she is just absolutely my favorite person. And I have these memories of her in the, standing over this huge pot, and she's a little person. I mean, like, she's a little woman. <laughs> I refer to her as like a baby bird type of an old lady. And she's just stirring this stew pot of mold wine, you know, and just watching it like a little which kind of <laughs> I know that my mom listens to this podcast and I'm sure that she's just cracking up at all these descriptions of her little baby bird witch um mm -hmm. but she'd just be stirring this pot and it's so fragrant and she just really makes the perfect mold wine where it's not too sweet but she cooks it I think or I guess like simmers it a bit longer than usual and so it does have this little sweetness but it's not like the commercial mold wine where you feel kind of it's not like, like a sangria yeah 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 but I love that and I, I wish I had my mom's recipe maybe I can reach out to her and we can add that into the show notes about how she makes her mold wine because um hey uh that makes the season real jolly you know yeah I I really want to have your mom's homemade mold wine I've only tried to recreate it and I feel like I haven't gotten it quite right it's it's hard. She, I mean, she she has a lot of time to stand there and and watch it simmer. So there's something I think about the hours because I'm telling you that pot would be on the stove for mm -hmm. like a long time. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure there's like no alcohol left. In it. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why she <laughs> likes it. Yeah. Another thing that we've made the last few years that I grew up making is what I call Santa cookies, and it's this Martha Stewart recipe from like 1991 from her magazine at the time or one of her cookbooks, and it, there are these like perfect sugar cookies they're different than any other sugar cookie i've had i'll try to link this recipe as well in the show notes but they're just like the ones that i grew up with if you didn't grow up with these maybe you don't get what's so special about them but to me it evokes just like christmas and i always use different um christmas colored sprinkles to decorate them and grace and i have made those the mm -hmm. last few years and we call them santa cookies we still in my family leave out a plate for santa grace thinks that's very weird <laughs> I just – I never grew up um, with Santa being addressed. I think they were just not really into the, the, the Santa – Of it all. The Santa of it all, if you will. I don't want to spoil anything for those of you who haven't seen the final season of Santa where the big reveal happens, but um, – Lizzie thinks there could be kids listening, so I'm just going to say my parents never really uh, hung out with Santa. I never really understood the whole – hullabaloo about him but i am happy for people who enjoy him i literally <laughs> still get gifts from santa and i'll be like thanks mom and she's like no it's from santa <laughs> okay another thing that i have cooked the last few years or baked rather but I don't think I'm going to make this year just because we're not having anyone over for like Christmas dinner um, is a bouche de Noel, which mm. if you've never had one, it's like a Yule log is what it's also known as. And it's like this chocolate cake that's like rolled like jelly roll pan style in 
like this chocolate ganache, and then you decorate the outside like a woodland log with like mm-hmm. a dusting of snow and like berries and mushrooms and stuff. Honestly, the decorating the outside to look like a log is my favorite part of it. Yeah, but it it's fun. It's I like baking projects that like take all day just because it feels very like restful to me. Yeah, I remember last year I was recording. I was at the studio or something on Christmas Those two or something years ago. two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I was recording a Phoebe Bridgers cover that has never come out. Or I didn't release. Yeah. I was recording um, a cover with Zach um, of Killer, and he has it. It's just never. I think it sounds pretty cool, but it just it's never. It'll never see the light of day because <laughs> because Zach is very precious. Um, and I came back. I was gone all day, and you were like, "I made a bouche de Noel," <laughs> and you literally spent all day on this yeah. bouche de Noel, and it was so good. Yeah, and I I made one last year, but we'll see. This year is definitely a very low key. Christmas. And kind of on that note, I would say this isn't necessarily tradition. It's kind of a lack of tradition. But for whatever reason, Grace and I have never been like huge on Christmas gifts for each other Mm. or like in general that much, which is funny because I grew up with like a ton of Christmas gifts and you didn't so much. I mean, just because, like, you got Christmas gifts, but it wasn't yeah. the reason for the season. Yeah, it was definitely, like, we, we always had, like, a stocking. Yeah. And it, we always had Christmas gifts, too, but it was not, um, that really was never the focus. It was it was a fun part of the day. Yeah. I grew up more with a tradition of, like, lots of Christmas gifts, but I actually don't miss that at all. That sounds ungrateful, maybe. But just, just in the sense that, like, with us, I feel like we'd rather – it sounds cheesy, but, like, we'd rather spend, like, a Christmas budget on, like, getting a really great tree and, like, treating ourselves to, like, a really nice home-cooked mm-hmm. di- dinner for on Christmas Day or whatever rather than, like, presents. Yeah. But I do like the look of having a few little things wrapped under the tree. Mm-hmm. That's good. But – yeah, we don't go overboard with that, I would say. Although if and when we have children, I'm probably going to have to like really hold myself back from being like over the top. Yeah, I think that we're just sort of at the stage of life where if there's something that we really want or there's a sale that we're interested in, we'll just sort of splurge in that way. And gift buying because it's the Christmas season, to me, doesn't really put me in like a great mood. I would rather spend that time and energy on you and on our house. And you know what I mean? Like, I think that sometimes Christmas can be really stressful and sometimes gift buying, I think especially this year, is a stressor. And so we just we just don't really give it that much energy. We do exchange gifts. Like we're mm-hmm. not we're not not doing gifts ever, but it really has never been like a focal point of like, I wonder what's what you're gonna get me or what I'm gonna get you. Yeah. Or, it's really just um kind of a consequence of the season definitely Mm -hmm. not like the reason for the season is the gifts well and like last year i think our gift to each other was like let's go on like a shopping spree it was so fun and it was really fun like by spree it was pretty minimal (laughs) to some people's standards but like if you live in la the grove is like this area to shop and it's pretty quiet like the day after christmas for instance Mm because everyone's already bought everything so i think it was like the day after christmas we went and did like a little shopping spree at the grove and that was fun because like we knew that we wanted everything that we were getting because it wasn't like a Mm -hmm. guesswork thing and yeah that was really fun yeah so that's like the sort of thing that we would exchange with each other yeah for sure i don't know if we just sounded really lame I don't, I don't know think if people so. are going to be like, Grace and Lizzie hate gifts. And no, like- I definitely don't. I go more all out on gifts for your birthday. 
Yeah, I think, I think that we are more like birthday. That, mm-hmm. That's a good point. Like for when it comes to each other's birthdays, we really like to plan ahead and think of special things. Um, but on, on Christmas, uh, we're just, I think, a little bit more simple. Well, there's so much else going on. Now that I'm older, I genuinely can appreciate just like, wow, the tree is so pretty. And like, that's enough for me, which as a kid, I would be like, absolutely not. <laughs> that's not enough for me. No, I'm a simple gay mean. with simple tastes. Mm. Another thing that we always do, although this year I'm kind of late on getting them out, is Christmas cards. I always looked forward every year to sending out Christmas cards when I was married. Obviously, you don't have to be married to do it. But in my mind, I was like, I'll just start doing that once we get married. And so this will be our third or fourth card sending out. I love like putting on a Christmas movie, like one that I've seen before, and um, addressing all the cards while I sit by the fire. Mm-hmm. by the Not by the fire. While I sit by the tree. Yeah. I mean, we have a fireplace, but we we just have candles in there. I know. Our fireplace technically works, but I've always been afraid that it's going to, like, fill our house with smoke. Yeah, it scares me. It's like an old-fashioned fireplace. It does not have, like, a gas log. One thing that we don't really have a tradition of yet, but I want to develop more of a tradition of, is, like, what holiday movies we watch. I would love to have a tradition of, like, we always watch a holiday, like, this movie on this day. It doesn't have to be that strict, but I feel like... We have a few movies that we both like, but we're not like, we have to watch every single Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. And I feel like some years I miss out. I'm like, oh, I never watched that. And now it's weird. I'm not going to watch it in February. So I want to get more into the habit of like remembering to watch Christmas movies. Yeah. We we also could use some recommendations if you have any favorite Christmas movies that you watch this time of year, because what I know I don't want to watch are kids' movies, if that makes sense. What? Well, I just like the okay. The, here's here's something I'm about to admit. This isn't this is a controversial thing. Okay, I've never seen any of the Home Alones, and I have never seen a Christmas Story. And at this point in my life, I have very little desire to do so. I don't think I've ever seen a Christmas Story. Okay. I know the like that's like the all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth thing. I, have, I, have I think no it's idea. from that, but no, I haven't seen that. I have seen Home Alone like one time. I wasn't allowed to watch movies like that growing up. Well, now I'm sitting here thinking, should we watch Home Alone tonight? Because <laughs> I know that like, okay, so Catherine O'Hara from Schitt's Creek is in it. Oh, okay. So. I have seen the first Home Alone. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Apparently it's iconic. No, I have seen it and it is good, but I only saw it like when I was in my 20s for the first time because I wasn't allowed to watch movies like All right. That. I'm changing my tune. I kind of think we should watch <laughs> Home Alone tonight. Okay, tonight. Now, now I'm thinking about like, why have, like, why don't I just try it? And yeah. then we'll know if it is too much of a kids movie. For it's me. not too much of a kids movie because I was only allowed to watch like the original animated Grinch. That's a kids movie. Ooh, we should watch The Grinch. I love the original Grinch. Yeah. I like The Grinch. I also and I don't know if this is controversial as well. I think this is actually more popular than I think. I love a bad Hallmark movie. Oh, everyone. Really does. bad. Yeah. Well, Lifetime. and like and I would like to incorporate more of those into our viewing experience. I agree, but I get burnt out on those because they're all the same. Like I can't watch them back to back. And I think that's where we differ in our marriage. <laughs> I think I honestly I could watch I could have them on all day. And you know this because when we went to New Orleans. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember when we went to New Orleans for a friend of ours wedding and mm-hmm. it was around Christmas time? And, of course, on the Hallmark and Lifetime channel, they were just they just play those movies 24-7. And like, you just had them going in our hotel room all the time. All the time. And, I'm I ne- like, and I never got sick of them. 
I was like, I'm in like a fever dream where one movie just bleeds into <laughs> yeah, the next. Yeah, yeah. And that's the best. I like that. It's so, it's like so fun and weird to me. It's this very weird subculture and I'm into it. Do they have like a Hallmark convention? A convention? Yeah, like a convention Maybe. for, because I Not would. Not this year, but. R- right. But in the future, I mean, I'm there, baby. Like, give it to me. I'm so interested in, in these weird movies with these weird plots mm-hmm. and. I root for them. So I I would like to watch more movies like that this year. That would make me feel cozy. I want to watch a good mix of, like, the original animated Grinch. Um, Like, (gasps) I personally love, like, the Rudolph, like, claymation. Yeah, and Charlie Brown. Oh, my gosh. I love Charlie Brown Christmas. That's, to me, that's sort of uh, in a special category of kids' movie. Okay. When you said no kids' movies, I was like, but those are my favorites. You know, kids' movies, I think more of like Home Alone 4 or something like that. Like, I I don't know. I mean, again, I'm down to watch Home Alone, but the like the hijinks, like kids' movies that are just kind of popcorn-y, like they're cool when you're 12, but I think it would be maybe painful to watch now. Yeah. Whereas like Rudolph, I don't know, like it's claymation. It's it's like very sort of delicately made and... It holds up, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, Char- yeah. and same with Charlie Brown. Oh, Charlie Brown is, like, my all-time favorite. Like, when they all surround the Snoop... When they all surround Snoopy's doghouse, I- I'm, I'm about to, to start crying right now. <laughs> I'm going to cry. Oh, okay. So we're definitely going to watch that. Unfortunately, the one thing that's annoying is, like, all of these movies are not, like, streaming anywhere. I don't know how to watch them. We'll just buy them all. They're against us. They're yeah. against us. <laughs> that's the war on Christmas. <laughs> Instead of spending money on Christmas gifts we're just going to spend money on buying digital copies of all of these movies (laughs) okay so lastly i wanted to like touch on new year's just because that's coming up and this year new year's is just going to be weird like it it can't not be i saw a tweet i wish i knew where i saw it so i could credit it but it was something like the mood this New Year's is silk, champagne, and charcuterie. And I was like, yes, that is the mood that I want to evoke as well. Just mm. like cozy at home, champagne for sure if you're into that, and charcuterie, heck yeah. Yeah. And I think just do whatever you need to do this season and this New Year's to kind of like move on with the year. Yeah, I want to spend some really intentional time mm-hmm. setting goals. I mean, I know that's cliche, but I really do feel a mental like new page with the new year. And I want to harness that for my own good. Um, in years past, we have always like loved New Year's and celebrated a lot. Yeah. I've It's funny because since we started dating in 2013, I've never not spent New Year's with you. Yeah. Like, we've always, even though I've mostly not actually spent, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas with you until we got married, New Year's, we've always been like, no, we need to be together for New Year's. Yeah, and and I am excited for New Year's. I know that, obviously, everything from 2020 is not going to just disappear when it's 2021. We have a lot of work ahead of us, and there's a lot of uncertainty and hardship that we will continue to face. But I agree with you that just the turning over of a new year fills me with a great deal of hope, and I want to try and honor that of course, responsibly to just be like, yo, like if you made it through 2020, you made it through a lot, you mm-hmm. know, don't, don't focus on, oh, I didn't accomplish this. I didn't accomplish that. Or, you, you know, if you made it this far, this was a really hard a, a, and historically hard year. And I think just honoring that 
we did the best we could through it all and to continue that work to support each other and keep moving forward in 2021. So I agree, like writing goals, silk. Oh my gosh, of course a siren is going by right now. (laughs) Isn't that such an omen? Yeah. Well, what I was going to say is we're probably going to do another episode about our New Year's goals and stuff Mm -hmm. like that to come out like the first Monday in the new year. Um, So it's kind of funny to like mention New Year's traditions on this traditions episode because I actually don't know if we have like our tradition is just to be together and to look forward to the next year and like what we hope for. But Mm -hmm. we've kind of done something different like every year. We've like rented a cabin and been out in the woods with friends. We've been to like a club in downtown LA. We've been Been to New Orleans. Been to New Orleans. That was probably my favorite New Year's ever. We've done a lot of different things. This will be the first year I think that we've ever stayed home for New Year's. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. So those are our holiday traditions, but before we head out, we wanted to give a shout out to a recent review. Lizzie, take it away. Okay, so we got this review this week, and we really appreciate it. It's from Janine Lilly. I hope I'm saying your name correctly. Um, Okay, so this review says, what my younger and older queer self needed. This podcast is an absolute favorite of mine. As an almost 30-year-old queer person, same, I'm 29. It's exactly what I need now, but also what I wish I had when I was younger. Lizzie and Grace do such an amazing job, or such an excellent job sharing about their lives and all things queer and also not queer. Thank you for all your amazing content. Thank you. Thank that you so, so much nice. for that review. And as a reminder, the best way to to support us as an independent podcast is rating, reviewing, subscribing, and also sharing this podcast with someone you think might enjoy it. Yeah, we would absolutely love it if you write us a review. It means so much. Every single time we get one, I go to Grace and I'm like, <laughs> Grace, we have a new review. And yeah. I read it to I read it out loud. So we really do appreciate them. And we really do look at them. And it means a lot and helps encourage us to keep us going. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Under Our Roof. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays wherever you are. Be safe. Be happy. Be well. Be merry. Be bright. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. We'll be back before Christmas with more episodes. Right, so. Absolutely. I, t- I totally knew that. That's yeah. why I signed off in that way. I nice. absolutely knew that. All right. We'll okay. see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Give me some of your time. Maybe all of your life. Cause I love you so tender I love you so sweet Just take my hand Be old-fashioned to me And say you